teaching a bit on meta-awareness recently, so you may have picked some of it up. What, what, there's an awareness. So let's say I, I, I notice the microphone. I feel the microphone. I see the microphone. So the awareness is aware of the microphone. Intellectually, I'm aware that that's happening. But we, we're either... It is a bit of a switch in in the brain that that moves the 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 brain from task positive mode where we're aware and where we can be aware that we're aware and when we're not aware yeah so that the 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 our, our awareness switches on and off during the course of the day and when the awareness is off we're in the mind in the in the past in the future thoughts imagination whatever it might happen to be and and that's known as mind wandering but that that time when we are aware that there's a couple of things going on and it's particularly relevant for meditators because just a second there's a, an amazing lag on YouTube tonight, several minutes. <laughs> All the time I was talking, uh, and and it only just came through. So, so when we're meditating, uh, it's a couple, couple, lot, lot of things are happening. Although, it, let's say you you are very calm, it it feels like not much is happening, but you're processing your sensory information, or you're focusing on. On, on whatever it is you happen to be focusing on. And then what happens is that, that cho choices, I suppose, is the best way to, way to view it. Choices arise in, in, in our awareness. And an example of that is, um, which is something I thought about a lot, for quite a while, and I still do, um, and it and it changed my perception of my reality. Actually, so there I am. I'm sitting, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to clear my mind of thought. So on a good meditation day, I might be sitting there for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, no thought. Emotions will have ideally have become quite a neutral thing. So I'm kind of aware of the sense of sitting and at some point it, it, if you don't set a timer at some point you become aware that the meditation's done that's it it's time to time to get up where does that come from <laughs> if there's no thoughts and there's there's the emotion is neutral you you recognize at some point that the meditation's over and i i refer to you know, i use the word arising quite a lot because I, I can't personally find a better way to describe what happens choices thoughts emotions they tend to arise you know it's in in the same way that the sun arises in the sky and clouds appear they arise um and so these choices arise. And one of the choices as well 
is, and most of you will have experienced this, there's the choice to move your meditation from one meditation to another. So you, you, you're, you're sitting, you might be sitting there and for some reason there's a desire, a drive, an intuitive hint to, to cause you to refocus your awareness on something else. So you might be noticing the breath in the nostrils. And for some unknown reason, you go notice the breath in the belly. There's just a, a very simple example. And and I I see that I see that as as meta awareness. So, what this means is that that the organism that is me, including the mind, whatever that is, that I haven't got a clue what the mind is. I haven't got a clue what consciousness is. Don't seem to be happy admitting it, but it's a fact. Um, so you know there, there's the mind and and it chooses to move its attention from one part of the breath to another part of the breath or to look inwards or to open your eyes and meditate with your eyes open, whatever it might happen to be so there's there's a guiding awareness of the awareness and I think it's useful, which is what I'm going to do today, to, to notice this. It isn't a matter of... Because, because the choices are intuitive, they're not conscious. Uh, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not meta-awareness if you're thinking, oh, I think instead of doing this, I'll do that. Instead, it's a it's a more pure experience, for some reason, when the 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 mind chooses to move the attention from one thing to another. And we can have this internally, and it's very common to notice it internally. So, as I, as it, for example, the example that I used, the first thing that came to my mind, moving the attention from the breath in the nostrils to the belly, or the belly to the nostrils, or whatever. That's a very common experience, I would say, for most meditators. Um, but then there's there's outside, there's the external experience, and so we've got a number of different meditations on our external experience, what we can hear, what we can see. Human beings are highly visual, so the the big part of big part of the brain, you know, big chunk at the back, is all about vision, and then there's the auditory centres are smaller. The, the 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 entire body, the sensory feedback from the body, is is a strip, pretty much where my the headband of my headphones is, um, which is called the somatosensory cortex, and it runs down both sides of the brain. But it's not a huge part of the brain, whereas whereas the vision is. And and so you know, of all of our senses, sight is the most useful for for a whole lot of reasons. Followed by sound, followed by the the 
collection of other sensory experiences. Uh, and there are a lot of things that we don't notice, but I, I do spend a fair amount of time working internally. A lot of really good reasons for that. Right at the top of the list is resilience. The closer we get, and this is the other topic for this month, so you know that's why I spend a lot of time focusing on things like relaxation, focusing on things like the breath, um, because the more familiar we get with this part of our systems, um, the better equipped we are for the sort of adversity that we encounter right now. But then there's the external experience. So I thought what I do today is focus on that. So that's what. <laughs> here's a, here's a here's what I could have said. I could have said, you know, noticing what's happening outside your body when you meditate. That's what meta awareness is of um, external phenomena is. So if you just want to get yourselves comfortable. of the things will that will happen is is over time the capacity to stay focused on the movement of the present moment grows which is basically mindfulness And so even if, even if we're going to meditate on our external sensory experience, I invariably begin without fail by checking in checking on my posture, releasing whatever tension there is and becoming aware of the breath. Ideally the rising and falling of the belly because of its frictionlessness. I'll just leave you for a minute or two.
gently sensing the breath rising and falling and gently noticing the movement of time And doing this brings a sense of gentle connection with the body. And gentle connection with the present moment. So there's a couple of ways we can view it as a transition to move our awareness from inner phenomena such as the breath to external phenomena and it's more comfortable to make that transition as calm and gentle and relaxing as we can so one way is to bring your attention to the space between the eyes. And just notice the space between the eyes. Third eye as it's known. happens is that focus on this area doesn't disconnect us entirely from our inner experience but it's a more open sense of awareness where it's easier to notice external phenomena So even without opening the eyes, we can become more aware of something like sound. Just by bringing the attention to the space between the eyes. Everybody experiences meditation differently, but this is not uncommon.
it's also one of those points that we can focus on. Where our experience becomes more neutral. Karma. So maintaining an awareness, a gentle awareness, gentle connection, not a deep focused connection, but we're staying connected in that we maintain our awareness of the state of the space between the eyes. And we can notice that sound, whatever sound there is, is passing through our awareness. So it's as if we're listening to sound from that place, from the place between the eyes. And now we can move very gently into open focus. What open focus is, is an awareness of the space that's around us. Because wherever we are, we have a map in our head of all of the objects around us the size of the room, our position in the room, the furniture, the seating, where the window is, where the door is. This is a thing called vestibular awareness. We very rarely bring our attention to it. But one element of vestibular awareness is an awareness of the space. allow your mind to become aware of the space above your head 
for example, to your sides, in front of you, behind you. So if the mind wanders, just return it to the space that's around you, above you to either side, in front. This is a very neutralizing experience. And then in time, if you half open your eyes, looking down, it's possible in, in time to just open your eyes and allow the visual elements of your experience to be part of your experience. But when noticing it from from the experience of sitting rather than noticing every element for whatever message it brings. You know, I must tidy up that cupboard. I must do that bit of work that's sitting on it, whatever it happens to me. Well, I like that lampshade, doesn't in all the messages. And so if you find that the, the having the eyes open in a familiar environment triggers the mind, the solution is to half close the eyelids. So 
we're still letting in our experience but in a very relaxed way Buddhist teachers refer to this as resting in open awareness. It's a confirmation that there's no activity necessary in this practice. And it doesn't matter where we are and it doesn't matter how busy we are and all the people around us or anything like that. So what I suggest is that you explore the environment in which you can meditate in open awareness. You'll be surprised at the places that you find the most beneficial. Just allowing the experience of the visual present moment and its movement through time into your awareness. And then conveniently, with the eyes half open looking downwards, what's known as adopting a downward gaze, allow yourself to become aware of what you can 
see in your peripheral vision. So we're looking forwards, but if you place the hands to the side of the head, wiggle your fingers, you notice the movement even with the eyes straight in front. So you put your hands down or move them out to the sides. It's amazing, it's, all, it's as if the hands are behind the vision and they're still visible if there's movement. And we're looking straight ahead. So there's the eyes half, half shut. But we're aware of that peripheral vision. It's almost an unfocused awareness. This is called the mirror meditation, among other things. No idea where a mirror comes into it, but it is. So now maintaining that same downward gaze, now fix your attention on a single point, something, the corner of something or a reflection or a mark. And if there isn't anything, then it's very common to just place your hands in your lap or on the desk or wherever you happen to be sitting and you focus on the thumbnail by forgetting about the peripheral vision and we are actually now focusing gently but largely on this single point, whatever it might happen to be, with the eyes half shut. Notice the difference in the quality of the experience from the previous meditation.
And so this single pointed meditation. This is Trataka. Meditating on a visual single point. Again, allowing your gaze to soften and gently return your attention to the space between the eyes. You may choose to keep the eyes half open. You may choose to close them. And with your attention still on the space between the eyes, notice the breath rising and falling. 
and then just noticing the movement of the belly. Again, checking in with your body, posture, relaxation. Belly rising. Belly falling. and listening to the sound of the bell moving through time. time return your attention to your surroundings so that, that was a little tour of external phenomena and how to and no, notice that I mean I hadn't planned to do that by the way <laughs> never plan anything when it comes to teaching but I did just make a note of it so there's the breath, the third eye meditation, meditating on sound, meditation of no meditation for sound, open focus, open awareness, the mirror meditation, trataka, single point, the third eye, and back to the breath. So we kind of did this circular starting from the breath. all of these different ways of perceiving our external experience without doing very much to change from one to another but all different qualities and then returning back to the breath so I, th I think you know might be worth hanging on to this link it's a useful training res resource because it's got all of this in it and then the secret becomes trying it in different locations um, cracking busy locations comes all on its own you just need to be motivated to do these to meditate on open awareness or on the external phenomena when you're out and about and then it will come to you like it did to me i used to meditate in the country and then the next place was a busy cafe okay so that's it for tonight everybody blessings to all of you <laughs>